Uh, we are rambling through the middle of the week. We are, uh, you know, and I hate to see the middle of the week come here. Like when we're home, sometimes it's like, well, can't wait for the weekend and all that. But we have so much fun uh, out here in San Diego. It's all brought to you by Toyota. Yeah, great folks, Toyota, Jay Piving, those folks wanted me to drive the Matrix out here. I told them that wasn't feasible. It was too far to drive, but I would talk and say nice things about them when I got here. Although I do have a crash domestic rental going on right now. And I'm not going to plug the rental company because they charge me too damn much. But uh, we are into hour number two. And uh, you know, we did a little horse racing last hour with uh, the main event, Kenny Main, who's going to be doing a lot of horse racing. But why not just go to the source and... Uh, Folks at TVG and uh, the, the folks at uh, the horse racing industry here have uh, brought us over Gary Stevens. And uh, Gary, first off, welcome, man. How are you? It's, it's a pleasure to have you aboard, man. It, to be here. And, and I guess in touch with everything that goes on with racing, uh, for I guess for a lot of years, my perception is the 40s, 50s, and 60s that racing was like this. That, you know, it was a national, the Kentucky Derby captured the, the, the imagination of everyone in our country. Right. And then for a while, it was the World Series. And now it's football. And now you guys come to football and you promote horse racing, which I think is great. I mean, I think it's anytime Bob Baffert's supposed to stop by tomorrow. I've seen Bob at, at several other Super Bowls. Right. Uh, with horse racing, what, what do you need to do to make this thing go again? And I know in Maryland, we, we have our own issues about people leaving and the slot machines and Bob Ehrlich now. Uh, my good friend in office trying to get the slot machines in. But, I mean, Baltimore's a place that, you know, my dad used to tell me back in the 40s, 50s. And say, it, was, it was just, it, it was the heartland of racing along with Kentucky. That's how Preakness became one of the Triple Crown right. events. Right, still is, too. I mean, uh, the fans in Baltimore are probably uh, the funnest fans that we deal with right throughout the year. I mean, uh, the Derby's great. It is America's race, but... As, as a whole, at least myself, I can speak for myself, uh, we have a, a, a better time at the Preakness than we do at any of the other Triple Well, is it a little races. more laid, uh, laid back? I mean, there are yeah, less the horses in that, in that race. And the atmosphere, of, no, I wouldn't say it's because there's less horses, but the atmosphere of a uh, Pimlico race course, I mean, from the infield, just uh, the whole atmosphere leading up to that week, um, you see everybody at the, at the Preakness. And there's probably less pressure involved uh, in the Preakness as competitors for us, unless we are going for the Triple Crown. But it's just a, a lot better atmosphere. And getting back to what you said, what do we need to do for our sport? We need to get uh, a younger generation out there. And that is one thing that's different uh, at the Preakness. We see a lot younger uh, fan base than we do at any of the other racetracks throughout the country. That's uh, why you ever taught me because I look so young. I got carded last night, Gary. <laughs> I got car They card everybody I in California. Trust me. I, I went to buy a beer at Rubio's and they carded me, and I'm like, thank you. I mean, I'm going to be 35 soon, and I know you're going to turn 30 at some point real yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, I'm missing half my hair, and they still card me, so there you have it. Well, but, uh, with, with you and nine victories in Triple Crown races now, can you name all nine horses? Come on, let's, let's go through. You I want to go through? Yeah, them. I want to go through. I wanna, I wanna all right, here and we I'll tell go. Because I didn't bet on any of them, I guarantee you, because I, I don't think I've ever. <laughs> cashed a ticket at a Triple Crown race, and it may be partially because I have the wrong horse, and maybe partially because I'm usually inebriated by, by uh, you know, that's how the horse comes to the gate. That's a rule, isn't it? you got to be half But now I have no excuses now, because lately I start placing my bets at, like, noon. You know, on, on race You really are going to test me on this, aren't you? Go ahead, yeah. I'm gonna, I wish uh, my son was here. He'd rattle him right, off, let, like, let, boom, boom, let, boom. Let's this, go. Let's go. All right, here. we'll just start out with winning colors, 88 Kentucky Derby. Okay. Then we had... Uh, 
Thunder Gulch. Thunder Gulch. Nine, 95 Derby and Belmont Stakes. Okay. That's three. Okay. Then we got Silver Charm. Ah, uh, Derby Preakness. What is it with you and Bafford? These Bafford horses He's here. He's been huh? good to me. Yes, Mr. He has. B has been good to me. All right. Then, how many are we up to right now? Silver Charm had two, oh, two legs, yeah, right? Two, yeah, That's five. You That's got five. five. Okay. And then we got Victory Gallop. Victory Gallop, okay. Had six. That makes six. That was a Belmont Stakes. And then we had Point Given with a uh, Belmont and Preakness. That takes us to eight. So I'm missing one somewhere along the line. Uh, come on, Jeff. Wing Colors, Silver Charm, Victory Gala, Point Given, we'll Thunder Gulch. Yeah, there's there's another uh, Preakness somewhere. Spectacular along bid? No, that wasn't you. No, uh, another, we got another. Seattle uh, Flu? No, that wasn't I, you. I ain't that old. Um, let's see. Not here, that uh, old. No, 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 no. <laughs> Not even. Uh, anyway, let's skip that. <laughs> we got something coming up that's uh, hopefully going to give our sport one of the biggest boosts that we've had in a long, long time. Got a major motion picture coming out from Universal Studios in July. You in this? Seabiscuit. Absolutely. Oh, this I'm is in. based on the yeah. book by the lady in D.C. who's the recluse that sold all the copies. Yeah, we've, we've been trying to uh, get that lady on the show for like three years now. She is a sweetheart, and uh, this movie's huge. We got a ninety million dollar budget. We got Tobey Maguire starring as uh, Red Pollard, uh, Jeff Bridges starring as uh, owner Silent Tom Smith, or excuse me, as uh, owner Charles Howard, and then we've got Chris Cooper playing uh, Silent Tom Smith, and myself playing George Wolf, and nice. coming out in July and. Uh, it's going to be huge. You're playing a jockey in this. Played play George Wolf. Who, I didn't uh, read the book, Gare. I mean, come on here. Help me out here. Laura Hillenbrand, right? Laura Hillenbrand, exactly. And uh, during the Depression, the uh, 1938 famous match race, actually at, uh, at Pimlico, uh, match race between Seabiscuit and War Admiral, probably the most match race in the history of uh, thoroughbred sports. Uh, Forty million people tuned in on radio that day. Um, country basically shut down. Uh, all work stopped that day to tune into the match race, which eventually became uh, the Pimlico Special. So a lot of history for the Baltimore people there and something I think everybody's going to be pretty interested in. But it's going to draw in uh, uh, a whole variety of, of people. It's not just a horse racing film. This is a film about America during a really tough time during the Depression and a horse that didn't figure to be what he was, becoming a national hero. Um, he was on the cover of, of more magazines and, and uh, major national papers than anybody in the, the history of uh, the United States, more than any president's ever been on, on the cover of Time magazine. Dude, kid from Idaho wins nine Triple Crown races. For, for you, uh, I guess growing up, farm, and I mean, I've been to Boise, Idaho, beautiful country up there, but cold weather. What made you be a jockey other than the fact that, you know, the suit fits. These are like Johnny Bravo. Actually, I was hoping it didn't fit. I wanted to be a professional football player when I was a kid, and actually uh, was doing all the taking all the uh, vitamin supplement drinks when I was in uh, a freshman in high school, trying to bulk up. And I came back between my freshman and sophomore year in high school, and everybody grew, and I stayed the same height. Tim and Dwight was around here the other day, and you know, may, you know, maybe sort of, kind of, but not. You know, I don't know yeah, if you got the wheels for that. No, no, no. But, uh, no, my, my family's all in horse racing. My father's a trainer, been training since uh, I can remember. What I've was got... the first day you walked into, into Churchill Downs? I mean, as a guy who's been a champion, as a guy who's put those roses on that horse and knows what that feeling is, when was the first day you walked into Churchill Downs? 1985, first Saturday in May, I went in to ride Tanks Prospect, my first Kentucky Derby, and that was the first time I'd ever set foot at Churchill Downs. Tanks Prospect, damn good horse there, too. Yeah, he wound up winning the Preakness, unfortunately, with Pat Day instead of myself. But, uh, yeah, that was my first Derby ride. 
for you with, you know, having traveled and done all this stuff, I'm going to ask you a real serious question here, but it, you maybe take it the wrong way, but I talk to all these big lugs, and I get on airplanes all the time, and I find it to be very nice. I mean, I wish I were taller when I'm in a bar, you know, sk skating women, but I wish I were like 6'1", 6'2". Then I get into like a plane, and I realize like, 5'10's all yeah. right with me, you know what I mean? But like, you're even smaller than that. What are the benefits of being small as you see it? I mean, 5'5's five, five, cool, 5'4's five, cool, uh, getting <laughs> on an airplane, especially when you're in first class, those seats become reclining, become lounge chairs. And it's a chaise lounge. <laughs> I, I can sleep on airplanes like nobody can. I mean, I fly all over the world, and you know, the long flights Coach? is kind of, no, no, no. First you, class? You, absolutely. You can put two, three of you in first class hey, in a seat. I want to be rested when I get there, exactly, and you never know if you might meet somebody on the plane where you need a little extra room. There you go. Know? That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about my high there. <laughs> Gary Stevens hanging out with us, uh, uh, winning jockey. Run me through this year and, uh, and what Baffert's got up his sleeve because everybody said last year he had nothing up his sleeve and then, you know, uh, next thing you know, he had a lot up his sleeve. For, for you this year, and I know Bobby's going to be over here tomorrow hanging out and whatnot. Tell us what, you know, at this point in the year, do you start thinking about that Absolutely. first? Absolutely. We started. I mean, I know I did. I made my reservations. My plane... Ticket. I took it. You know, I have my credentials down at Churchill Downs, Elaine Gold down there, and and yeah. Joe D. Over, I mean, I'm I'm serious. I'm serious about May third already. Oh yeah, oh, I'm yeah. ready for it. But um, yeah, we start actually. I start looking in like October of last year is when I start looking at the two year olds that are going to be three year olds. I keep my eye on everything and. Actually, I think that uh, Bob is probably stronger this year with his three-year-olds than uh, he has ever been. Um, he was written off last year, was he not? Yeah, he was playing the game last year is what he was doing. Um, I he's think dumb he, like a fox. He, he's, he's dumb like the smartest fox I ever saw. Bob, is uh, he works the crowd. He knows how to have fun, but he's uh, a great horse trainer. And he's got... Uh, Four horses that I really, really like for the Derby this year. You got names and, uh, on them? Yeah, I'll let him tell those to you, though. Oh, really? I'll, All right. I'll let him tell you tomorrow. All right, I don't well, want to put the whammy on him, and I'm sure he doesn't want me putting well, the whammy on him. Well, he'll come here tomorrow so. and say, you know, nasty, I ain't got a damn thing this year. <laughs> Just like last year. I don't have anything. No, I, I think you're going to hear it different. He ran one over the weekend that... Uh, uh, I can tell you that one. His name is Domestic Dispute, and uh, he was really, really uh, awesome over the weekend. And... Um, you know, I'm, I've got my eye on a few of them. Unfortunately, I'm not riding right now. They won't let the studios won't let me ride while we're fi filming the movie, and uh, we're finished up with that on February 13th. I haven't ridden since October, so you missing it? Oh yeah, I'm getting uh, strapping on the saddle next. Uh, let's see, about February 14th, I'll be back in action. Getting uh, antsy, are you? A uh, little bit, little bit. It's Derby time. I mean, it's it's rolling around. Staying quick. in shape. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people have no idea. You know, they think, yeah, you get on a horse sex seven times a day, and that's the end of that, right? Yeah, I just did a show here a few minutes ago, and same question asked, and the guy said, man, it looks like uh, you've been staying in the, in the gym and this and that, staying fit. And I said, yeah, but the only thing that uh, keeps me really fit is actually riding races. So it's going to take me a couple weeks to get my timing back when I come back and get the cardio going again. No matter how hard I work in the gym, uh, it takes a while to, to get fit again. I know for a fact you and I, God willing, are going to be in the same place at the same time on the first Saturday of May. Now, I get up in the grandstand, and I start to hear my old Kentucky home, and by then, I've had a few mint juleps. Yeah. You know, I'm starting to feel that, that feeling that I get every year. Do you hear that? Absolutely. Um, what is that feeling like for you? Because I'm just a dork up in the stands with half a load on and a ticket, you know, that I bet on some horse that's always a glue factory by the end of the afternoon. And, you know, I well up and I swell up and, 
It's just the hair on the back of my neck when those horses make that turn. It's doing it right now, isn't not, it? Yeah. It, it? It really is. Yeah. It really is. It's nah, my, just thinking about it, you get first, that feeling. That first derby I told you about in 85, I'm in the jocks room, and it's uh, the kid from Idaho's dream to ride in the derby. Not win the derby, but just I mean, compete uh, you're pissing in it, yourself, right? right? I mean, you're pissing yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm pissing all day long. Right. I, I mean, mean, you're just like, I, you know. I, literally. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can't. Uh, but about five minutes before... Um, we go out to, to the paddock, you know, and, and all the jockeys are, are going into the restroom that take their last nervous piss before you go <laughs> out, right? And I come out and Bill Shoemaker's there. Even though you're coming back in 10 minutes, it feels like an oh, hour yeah, yeah, and 10 yeah. minutes. <laughs> anyway, Bill Shoemaker uh, catches me on the way out hey, to the kid. regular weigh-in room, and he, he, he's the greatest shoe. Anyway, he says to me, uh, he said, Jock, he said, listen, when you walk out on that racetrack and they start playing my old Kentucky home, he said, you're going to get a big lump in your throat. He said, and a tear's going to come down your cheek. He said, don't worry about it. He said, it's like my 20th derby or something, whatever he said. But my 20th derby, he said, it still happens to me and it's going to happen to me again today. He said, just enjoy it and have fun with it. And, and he's right. I mean, I've ridden, I think, in uh, this will be my 17th or 18th derby, God willing, uh, this year coming up. And, yeah, when I walk on the racetrack and anybody who says... That, that they don't get that emotion, they're lying. They are lying. Or they shouldn't be there anymore. Or they shouldn't be there anymore, exactly. Gary Stevens, jockey. Uh, just a pleasure to meet you and uh, spend some time with you. I mean, I, it's good to know some people because I don't spend enough time around the horse racing industry to get to know you guys. You're riding out in Santa Anita, down in Florida, uh, out in Chicago, wherever it is, and you guys all just kind of bop in, and there's such a media crush with the Derby. And I know, look, a lot of these clans around here, they're football guys, and a bit, but they don't... They don't know that feeling that I'm talking about, that no. feeling of three, four mint juleps and that hair on the back of the neck. And yeah. until you've seen those horses make that first turn down in, in, in Louisville, you, in, until you spent a weekend down on Bardstown Road <laughs> the first weekend of May, it's just a, it's a special feeling. And it's I a guarantee special time. you, if we, if we could give 14-year-olds out there free passes to the Derby just one year, our, our sport would have a resurrection. I mean... Um, if, if that doesn't make you a lifetime fan out of horse racing, I mean, I'm sitting across from you right now, and you, you're pretty passionate. You, you love it, at least that one day, and, uh, you know, that's what we need. We need to get the young guys out there, young women out there, and uh, start enjoying our sport again. By the way, Bob Baffert, Ric Flair, have they ever been in the same room at the same time? Just a quick question. I'm just asking. Do we know this? Because I'm convinced Baffert and Flair are the same guy. I, I, I got, <laughs> got no. You, you might have a point. It might be like the movie adaptation where uh, Nick Cage is playing himself. I think they're the yeah. same guy. I, could, I, could very well be. I'll ask Baffert about that tomorrow. But in the good meantime, call. so good to see you. We will be watching toward the Triple Crown, and I uh, hope we'll see you in Baltimore. When you come to Baltimore, don't be a stranger now. Absolutely. We'll, we'll, I won't. Look, I'm not going to take you to the tourist crab cakes. Le I'll get you out. the real crab you cakes it. when you're you in. got it. We can't fatten you up, though. You can hey, be right. Can I say hi to some friend of mine? Anybody in, uh, you want, man. I'll everybody Mitch Berman, listening. if you're listening, I know you are, buddy. Hey. Peace, and I'll see you in a couple of months. There you go. All right. Gary Stevens will step back, take a break. Budweiser Sports Forum in San Diego. It's a football week, but it's a horse racing show. Don't ask questions, man. I just go with it. I'm just, I'm like a jockey. I'm just riding the show this week. Whatever comes along, we're taking. And uh, we appreciate our friends from Toyota and Budweiser for sponsoring the program here. And uh, step back, grab a break. We'll come on back. I don't know what we got ahead. I know Michael Irvin's going to join us in a couple of minutes. And uh, DeMarco Farr is running around here, too. Want to go get him? The man who, who once said water buffalo. Ray, you getting DeMarco Farr on the program? Are we doing that? You're getting everybody. All right. I'm getting Jessica to, to work the show here. Back for more. Budweiser Sports Forum from San Diego. And Super Bowl 37 right after this.